Anyone want coffee? Hello, fellow book writers and caffeine fiends. Welcome to A Daily Cup of Joe, where you'll get to hear from publishing industry pros and affirm your inner bookworm. Welcome to Utopia Resolutions, a radio show for authors, bloggers, editors, cover models, designers, publicists, and other Utopia attendees to share the resolutions they've made for the year between the 2015-2016 conferences. Utopia Resolutions is co-hosted by Ashley Bodette from Book Junkie Not So Anonymous and Maria Pease from The Paisley Reader. This week, Ashley is chatting with author B.J. Sheldon about her Utopia Resolutions and how they are going so far. B.J. has already shared her initial resolutions in a guest post on Book Junkie Not So Anonymous, and you will find a link to them below. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. I can hear you. <laughs> Yay, and I've kicked everybody out of my, out of my space. Awesome. I'm tucked away, too. Awesome. Unless one of the cats figures out how to work the doorknob, we should be good. All right. Well, I know you've been up for a long time already today, so we'll get started. Yeah. I'm fueled by caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your first resolution this year was to self-publish your next book. How has that process been going for you so far? Well, let me tell you. Um, I was supposed to self-publish it, and I was beginning to self-publish it and going through all of that process. Um, but when I had gone to Utopia this year, someone had approached me and said, hey, there's this publisher that's looking for authors, and I think that you kind of fit the profile of what they're looking for, you should, you know, get in touch with them. I was like, oh, okay. So I finished the book and everything, and I emailed them or whatever, and I really didn't think anything of it, and I started the whole process of hiring an editor and everything. Um, long story short, I signed a three-book deal to turn that book into a trilogy. Wow. And it'll be December. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well-laid plans. Didn't quite go as planned, but I'm very excited. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to be self-publishing it. Uh, it's going to actually be a trilogy. Uh, the first one, Hear the Crickets, will be out in December. Um, I don't have an exact date yet. Uh, yeah, and then I've got two more books coming out. I'm, I have to plot and plan and an outline and yeah so yeah it didn't quite go according to plan but it was, a, it was that's good though <laughs> yes absolutely um your next resolution was to write another book this year and get an agent have you started writing the owl queen yet and what is it about uh no i have not started writing it but i'm in the kind of that plotting stage the um coming up with the characters stage, who they are, mm -hmm. um, and their backstories. Uh, I've even kind of put together kind of like a, mm, uh, kind of a map of what the kingdom is going to look like somewhat. I'm just kind of in the planning stages of it at this point. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a standalone 
or if it's going to be a series yet, I'm not really sure. I guess it kind of depends on what the characters tell me and how much of a story, you know, they end up having to tell. But, right. Um, the Owl Queen is sort of um, kind of a take on a lot of old tales all thrown into one, I guess. And it didn't, I didn't start out that way. But uh, basically a teenage girl uh, wanders off into a forest. She lives with her crazy aunt. Uh, somehow she finds this old cottage, and when she tries to leave the cottage, it has actually transported her into a whole different land um, that is ruled by two separate factions. One is the Owl Queen, and one is the Shadow Sorceress. Um, and there's that's kind of there's a bunch of other things, but that's kind of the basis of it right now. And obviously there's a little war between the two, and she kind of gets caught between. Um, I do know I want to put a unicorn in it. Yes. And, and a talking squirrel. But that's about where it's, where I've stopped at this point. I'm still working on other characters. So, yeah. Got to have fun. Awesome. All right. <laughs> um, how have your lip sync battle preparations been coming along? Oh, you know, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, um, we've come up with some songs. We've got kind of like a shared drive that were kind of like we were throwing songs on um, uh, Crystal and Maggie uh, uh-huh. I think at this point it's kind of what we're doing is we find a song we just throw it in there and then we'll just kind of go from there um, whatever songs talk to us and then once we finally decide what songs we want to do then we'll kind of go from there but uh, yeah it'll be epic I don't know that I'll be doing it in Six and Shields again <laughs> I will leave that to the young girls this old lady might just stand in the background and do what? So, <laughs> we'll see. Well, I'm sure it will be awesome. <laughs> I hope so. All right. I can't imagine you've had time yet to start your next resolution, but you have Have you made any progress or have any new ideas for your ceaseless story? Um, you know, I've had a lot of different ideas, and I've had things kind of pop into my head from time to time. I don't know. I don't know how other authors do it or, or where their ideas come from. Um, with me, I can be, you know, scrolling through Pinterest and something will catch my eye. That's kind of where the Owl Queen came from. Mm-hmm. Um, with this one, I did have kind of like a weird little daydream vision the other day of, of something happening. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I could do something like that. Um, you know, but obviously... Whatever story it ends up being, it's going to need to be epic. Um, you know, anybody who has followed me or anything like that knows that the hashtag be ceaseless is kind of a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, ceaseless is tattooed on my forearm for myself to see and for everybody else to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whatever story I come up with, I do know that, the main character will be female. Um, she will have gone through a lot of things in her life. And the one thing I want her to be is ceaseless. I want her to use the pain from the past and use the things that have happened to her to turn her into somebody who's kind of a champion for others. And that's kind of where I'm going with it and whether it'll be a contemporary story or if it will be a paranormal or supernatural, I haven't quite nailed that down yet. Um, But I want 
that story probably to be more perfect than anything else I come up with. But obviously I've got two series or, you know, one series and a possible other series that I got to do. So, um, but it'll probably come to me like in the middle of the night, like everybody else. And I'll have to write down a quick synopsis and hopefully it's not, you know, a, a Advil PM induced haze where I wake up the next morning and it says Shirley likes cheese. (laughs) <laughs> so let's hope it's nothing like that. But um, yeah, I, I've been I've been thinking about it, and it definitely has been on my mind. I haven't written anything down for it yet, though. Cool. Um, your fifth resolution was to be there. <laughs> I can personally attest to seeing you around on Facebook a lot since we've come back from Utopia 2015. Um, what have you been doing to increase your presence socially? You know, it's be there is so much more than just posting, I think, on, on social media. For me, Be There was was that, um, but Be There was also to be there for others, um, mm-hmm. you know, comment more, not just like things that people do, but also be there and, and, and be there in the moment and be inspiring, be, um, you know, it's, my thing with Utopia was I hated to see the people sitting in the back. They mm-hmm. they weren't, you know, they were there, but they weren't there, you know. And so that's been kind of my thing is to, to be there and to show other people that it's okay to, um, you know, be around other people and to to be inspiring to other people. And it, and. The nice thing is, is I've gotten a lot of really great feedback from people who will say, oh, my gosh, I totally needed this today. And, you know, oh, wow, I was having a really rough day and this is exactly what I needed. Or, you know, hey, that was really inspiring or what you said really hit the mark and I've been feeling really bad lately and I'm going to try harder. So that's been so that, you know, that it, it wasn't so much that I was looking for any kind of recognition whatsoever. It's just I've been there and I've felt invisible myself Mm -hmm. in the past and I don't want people to be invisible so I want to be there to show people that it's okay to kind of come out of their you know their cave and and come out of that introvert um place that people feel safe so um it's really been working well and I noticed too that the more I put myself out there and the more I am there the better I feel because there's a lot of that back and forth with people and I'm connecting with people that I've never connected with before. So it's been really great. Yeah. And I think for me anyway, um, our, you know, utopia community is, it really is a safe place to come out and be yourself. Yeah. You know, people in our groups and at the conference, they aren't judgmental, you know, they aren't sitting there going, well, you're weird. Or if they are, they're saying you're weird. And so are we. So let's, you know, it looks weird together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. All right. I will admit, I think your next resolution is something that most of us struggle with. Um, it was to develop a marketing strategy. Have you made any strides toward developing one yet? Um, somewhat. And, you know, it's still, you know, there are some people who are just so good at it naturally. Mm-hmm. Part of, and this sounds so kind of stupid, but. Part of my marketing strategy is not to necessarily market so much. 
um, you know, when you're when you're trying to sell your books, you're not really selling your books. You're selling you. Mm-hmm. You're selling your brand. You're selling who you are. You're selling the idea of who that author is. Do I connect with that author on some level? Do I find them funny? Do I find them crazy? Do I find them inspiring? Um, you know, is it somebody I'd want to, you know, you know, sit and have a glass of wine with? Is it somebody I'd like to, you know, have a backyard barbecue with? You know, something like that. So I've been trying to put myself, again, be there, out there more, um, and not go, you know, every other link. Hey, here's the link to my books. Here's the link to my books. Here's the link to my books. Oh, by the way, would you like to buy my book? Because we've seen it, and sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, it's great, but... Yeah, I already bought your book. So what else is there? You know what I mean? Right. So, mm-hmm. um, that was part of my strategy, and I have been. And and part of it was too is I was trying to be in too many places at once, and then I would kind of beat myself up for for not being you know on Twitter as often as I needed to be or whatever, and had to be everywhere all the time. Um, and one of the things that Janet has has taught me was you know you don't have to be everywhere, but if you are somewhere, be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I've tried to focus um, mostly on, you know, three or four main social media sites, and that's kind of what I've been going with. And um, another thing that I've really been working on is my newsletters. Um, I've put out, oh, I don't know, four or five of them, I think, since Utopia. Mm-hmm. Um, and my list is starting to grow little by little. Uh, and just little things like that. Um haven't been all that great as much as I've wanted to when it comes to working on my blog and I actually was just thinking about that yesterday and today that I need to start getting on that but I've been a little busy with the hear the crickets and of course the anthologies that I'm I'm working on all three of them so mm-hmm. I've been a little busy writing um, yeah. but you know the one thing I will say is that apparently I am doing something right when it comes to that strategy because one of the things when uh, the publisher um, offered me the deal. One of the things that they had said was that I had a really great social presence, um, that I had a really good platform to work from, um, and that I had, you know, a good following and, and, and you know, they said fans. I, I don't like the word fans. I had readers that interact yeah. with me, um, that kind of thing. So, so whatever it is I'm doing, it does seem to be working. Can I get better at it? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I work on that every day. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm making headway in that a little bit, little by little. Awesome. Um, okay, your next resolution makes me laugh every time I read it. <laughs> have you successfully started any rumors lately? Yes. I have started the rumor that Nicole Green and Hope Collier, both authors, are my long-lost baby sisters. <laughs> I have started the rumor that Mama Carol Coon. Uh, actually adopted me this year, so I am now officially a coon, so I'm going to change my name to B.J. Sheldon Coon. <laughs> also means that her kids, Adam and Stephanie, are now my brother and my sister, and they are really going to be surprised when I show up for the next family reunion. <laughs> um, let's see, what other rumors uh, have I started um, that I'm a real blonde? Um that J.K. Rowling and I have become best friends, and that, um, 
see what else. I start the rumor that I've recently lost 63 pounds, but that one's true, so that's not really a rumor. Um, and what other rumor could I start? I guess that Johnny Depp and I are running away together, but I don't know that anybody would buy that one. Especially because <laughs> would probably be laughing going, ah, what do you do with you? So, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. And, and it seems to be working a little bit because um, I did recently get a message on Facebook from Nicole Green who called me Big Sis, so it's working. Even mm-hmm. even the people I'm starting the rumors about are starting to believe it. So, yes. there you go. Yep. All right, you already answered this a little bit, um, but your eighth resolution was to keep your readers updated. What all have you been working on to help keep them informed? So the newsletter thing was kind of a new thing for me, and I, I, I had always kind of shied away from it because, let's face it, who wants to be rejected? You know, you put yourself out there, and you're like, okay, I'm going to put together this newsletter. I'm going to send it out to people, and they're going to be so impressed with me, and Mm -hmm. myself all the time and then you put yourself out there and you've got two people who want your newsletter and you can't get any you know what I mean so um, it's kind of rough to put yourself out there and I started to do it and I've got a few people here and there that are signing up and everything and it's slowly starting to build Um, you know and the nice thing is, is is now I have this publisher behind me who has you know like you know over I forget how many followers on Twitter and you know, and they'll, they'll retweet me, and then, you know, it, it'll get out there a little bit more. And every little bit I do will get my information out there. Um, the newsletter is a really cool thing. Um, the blog, again, I've got to get a little better at, and I know that. Um, but, you know, Facebook, of course, you know, with Facebook, it's so hard. It can be hit or miss. You know, kind of important things that I put out there that I think people really want to know, you're lucky if it hits 14 people. And, right. you know, weird random stuff from my little mini weekend vacation to the Badlands this weekend with a picture of me standing above the Badlands, you know, over 500 people see it. So, you know, it's... I hear you there. Yeah, it's kind of hit or miss. So, I know the newsletter is kind of a cool thing. Um, the one thing, and have to go back to the marketing, is how to build that newsletter list, how to build that following. Um, and I And I'm beginning to realize way more than I did when I first started that a newsletter is, is really important because of the fact that you're not getting as many people on Facebook anymore. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, on Twitter you scroll through and how much do you really go and, and go, oh, hey, let me click on that link that that person is on there. You know, a lot of people just go through Twitter and they just scroll through. So a newsletter, I think I, I'm going to work really hard between now and, and June and really try to build the newsletter and try to really put some content in there. And obviously, you know, with a a new cover reveal coming up pretty soon for Hear the Crickets and, you know, working on some other things, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to really build that. Awesome. Um, another resolution you had was to ask more questions, which I think is awesome. Um, what is the best information or piece of advice you've received by asking more questions? Hmm. Well, what's the best piece of information you've gotten? <laughs> See what I did there? Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I did. It, it, I have, uh, you know, I asked around when I was looking for, for covers when I was going to try to do, you know, the self-publishing. Um, I was asking a lot of questions because, 
you know, I, I kind of had my hand held a little bit by my previous, you know, indie publisher. They did everything for me. They did all the formatting and they, right. you know, they did everything and, and I didn't even know any of the terminology really. So that was kind of a big thing is I would put, you know, questions out for people and say, hey, what does this mean? Um, you know, uh, Regina Wamba is great. Um, and I had been kind of looking at her, you know, some for some cover ideas and stuff like that. And she had sent me some information and I'm reading it and I'm going, oh, my God, this is like Greek to me. I don't understand what any of this is or what I would need it for. And in the old days, I would have been like, oh, great, thanks for the information, and then would have sat there and been like, I don't know what any of this is. Um, so I actually sent her an email back, and I'm like, okay, look, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what would I need this for, and can you just explain what this is and this is and this is, and just, you know, tell me like I'm five. Because, you know, I don't know, when it comes to self-publishing, I don't know any of the terminology. I haven't done it before. And she was right. really great, you know, and so it's things like that, things that I've been afraid to do before and ask questions. I've just been asking the simple questions. And to me, you know, it's a simple question or say someone else, it might be a simple question. To me, it's huge because, you know, I just don't know. And I've always been too afraid to kind of, you know, put my hand up and go, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm afraid of looking stupid. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely have been asking more questions. And the funny thing was, is, um, the person I had had um, originally edit Fear the Crickets before um, sold it to the publisher, um, there is some some cussing, nothing mm -hmm. basically like two words, um, in this manuscript. And she's like, well, I know that you have it in here. She's like, it's nothing serious or nothing severe, but, you know, is, is the swearing in it appropriate for YA? And she wasn't, like, pointing her fingers at me or anything. She was just simply asking the question, saying, well, you know, maybe let the publisher decide or, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know when it comes to YA, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I kind of went back through and, and I redid some of it and was like, okay, well, you know, I can take some of this out and some of this out. But a lot of it was like, well, you know, you're being attacked. You're not going to go, oh, darn, you know. It was valid and it was relevant for the, for that part of the story and for that character. So mm -hmm. I had just posted that question in the Utopia, we're going to Utopia um, group on Facebook, and that feed blew up. I don't know if you saw it. Um, but it blew up. I did, yeah. Yeah, and everybody had an opinion. And it was great one way or the other. And, of course, you've got the – You've got the, the clean teen YA authors who, you know, they don't put anything like that in there, and they make it work. Um, but then you have the authors who write stuff that's a little bit darker, and, and it needs to be a little bit more relevant to the character. So it was a really good discussion, and so that was something else that I typically would have never done and, you know, put a question out there like that. So um, if you don't ask the questions, you're not going to learn anything. You don't learn anything by you know, by being afraid to raise your hand and go, okay, I have a question. Absolutely. So, yeah, getting there. All right. Your last resolution was to be scared. <laughs> this is something I, and I'm sure many other writers and bloggers and everybody else who's in this community struggle with personally. Um, what is something you've done recently even though you were scared? Oh, gosh. I, uh, well, one of the things I just did, I did this morning. I mailed off a whole bunch of letters this morning to area schools to say, hey, I'm available to do talks. 
and have discussions with your middle school kids or your high school kids. Um, so that's, that's been something that's been on my radar for quite a while, and I frankly always was a little bit too chicken to take that step. Um, and so I came home yesterday, and, and I, have a, a, I have a personal assistant. I don't pay her. <laughs> She's my best friend, so she does this stuff for me because she likes me. Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, but she put together all the different addresses and stuff for me and looked things up, and I addressed all the envelopes and stuffed envelopes yesterday and stuck Harry Potter stamps on all of them because that's the kind of girl I am. Yeah. I'm in the mail this morning, and we'll wait and see if I get any feedback, and then from there I'm going to mail more out and mail more out, and, you know, I'm just going from there. Um, one of the things, one of, the, one of my philosophies that I have picked up this year, and I don't honestly remember where I picked it up, but I loved it, and it was, if you don't even try, if you don't try or even start, you've already failed. You know, if you're, if you're too afraid and you're not brave enough to start, you've already failed. So what do you got to yeah. do? You know, you, you try and you fail. At least you tried. You don't mm-hmm. try, you don't do anything, you've already failed. So, you know, it's, you have to be scared, and that's where that other hashtag that I've been doing, the, the Be Brave, has come in this year, is I am very much an introvert. My husband jokes that if I could find somebody to go to the grocery store for me, buy everything, <laughs> and deliver it to my house and put it away, I would never leave. Because I just, I, I'm such a homebody. Mm-hmm. People laugh. They're like, you are not an introvert. Oh, I am. Um, I just, you know, it's. I, I prefer to be at home. Um, crowds sometimes can get to me. And so for me, every year going to Utopia is kind of a, a, a brave thing for me to do, to put myself out there and be who I am in front of other people, who mm-hmm. which is scary that there's a bunch of people out there who actually get me, because I don't know what that says for everybody else. but <laughs> Because we're all the same? We're no. <laughs> all weird. Let's start a new hashtag. We're all weird. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's be brave, be ceaseless. You know, it has a lot to do with being scared. It's okay to be scared. It's what you do with that fear that's going to make you who you are. And that's something for me with three daughters that really hits home. I need them to see that, yeah, I'm scared and I'm afraid to do certain things, but I do them anyway because they need to see that. They need to see that I'm human. They also need to see that I go ahead and face my fears and, and do whatever I have to do to make my dreams come true, which, you know, is partly where that ceaseless tattoo comes from that I have on my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be scared. Anybody who says they're not scared of anything is a liar. You know, everyone's scared of something. Um, and I'm one of my things is I'm afraid of looking stupid in front of people. I, it terrifies me. Um, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid, you know, to put my my books out there and 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 worry that no one's going to read them. We all have fears, but you have you have to try. Otherwise, you're just gonna sit there and have regrets. And I personally don't want to have any regrets. So yeah. Um, be scared, but be brave, be ceaseless. Awesome. Well, 
I think that's all the questions I had for you. <laughs> Thank you for being on our show with us and talking about your resolutions for this year. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. And hopefully we will hear a little later in the year how things are going for you. Oh, absolutely. Keep an eye out for the for the new one coming out here soon. I'm very excited about it. Yes. Yay. All righty. Well, have a good rest of your night. Thank you very much. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.